Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week and hope you're getting ready for a nice weekend this weekend. This week's podcast, I'm changing up the format a tiny bit rather than having a main section and then a riff. What we're going to do this week is I'm going to share with you three tips that will help you improve your pickleball. They'll help you when you're out there on the court, improve your focus, improve what you're doing out there, and hopefully get better results. Remember, if you know are thinking about the game or about anything, is that what you need to focus on is the process, not the results. Results will follow. Obviously, you know, I'm not, we're not, uh, uh, we're, we're aware of the fact that we want to win games, right? Everybody, you know, that's what we're out there to do our best and try and win rallies and, and hopefully win games. But that's not our objective. Our objective is the process. And if you follow these, if you understand these tips and apply them to your game, you'll improve your process and that will then end up with you better, with better results. The three tips we're going to talk about this this today are going to be on this week's podcast are about where does complexity come into the game? Why the game becomes so complex for some of us? Then we're going to talk about how to focus. I'll give you a tip on how to focus while you're out there. And then the last thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about a tip that you can use to to help you. It's going to help you win more rallies. And if you win more rallies, you're likely going to win more games. We're going to help you win more rallies by doing something pretty simple. That said, let's jump right into the podcast. Pickleball, like life, has inflection points. Those times when the light bulbs just go on and you see everything better. It's the same with pickleball. Sometimes those light bulbs will go on and you're going to play better. If you're ready to turn on the lights of pickleball, join us inside the pickleball system. Class is open for registration. It's only a limited amount of time. I don't know when you're listening to the podcast, so I can't tell you exactly when, but it's pretty soon. I'm going to put a link below. Go to thepickleballsystem.com and join us for our next class. Let CJ and I show you how to turn on the lights. We'll see you in class. Most of you probably participated in the 2022 Pickleball Summit we had a, a couple of weeks ago, and so you were able to hear... Uh, several of our, hopefully several, if not all, but of our pro presenters, uh, our, our professional presenters uh, talking about pickleball. One of the things that was common throughout all of them is that pickleball is really, at the end of the day, it is a fairly simple game. And let me, before you turn the podcast off by saying, what's this guy talking about? It's not simple. It's complicated. Let me, let me break it. Let's break it down a little bit, right? When you're out there playing pickleball, what you're doing is really it's a game of geometry, right? You're out there on a court that's rectangular, right? And you have your side, they have their side. There's an obstacle in the middle, the net, and you have this ball and a paddle that you know you have your your height, the length of your arm, you know, size of your paddle, things like that. Where the ball is located on the court, where are the other, where are your opponents, and then you make decisions based on that information in terms of you know where to put the next ball, right? Where to hit the ball next. So really, at the end of the day, it's really just you know some geometry and and breaking and solving a geometry puzzle over and over again, right? Now, obviously, it's it's got action, it's got people moving around, you, your partner, your opponents, the ball, you know, what type of ball is it? You know, I mean, in terms of like, is it does it have spin? Is it flat? Is it a dink? Is it hard? Is it a lob? Whatever. So you got to make those decisions. But at the end of the day, no matter the situation, it's really a question of breaking down the geometry of what's going on on the court and then figuring out what the best course of action is to to, to approach that, right? So the first tip I want to talk to you about, the first area I want to talk to you about it is that when you talk to the best players, the best players tell you that 
the game is really about basics or fundamentals or you know basically keep it simple right last year at the 2021 pickleball summit kyle yates a you know a very good young player a transcendental player i would say because he helped transition the game from you know the old school pickleball to the newer pickleball uh you know he talked about how players just need to keep it simple more you know and and how players try and get too crazy out there sometimes and we heard that this this year's podcast well colin john said it some of the other pros said it you know and basically like just don't make it too complicated now where's the complication coming from why is the game complicated well the game is complicated because you're making it complicated and i don't mean this as a criticism i'm not trying to you know it's not a judgment or criticism of you as a person or as a player but it's a fact that most of the times, most of the complexities that are added to your game are self-inflicted or self, self-induced, right? You basically, you're the one deciding that you need to add all these complexities into your game. Now, I'll give you an easy example, low-hanging fruit in terms of talking about it. Spins, all right? Um, you know, players will be playing at a, you know, 3-0, 3-5, even a 4-0 level, and they're not, they haven't quite mastered the strategy of the game, seeing the game, things like that. But the next thing they want is they want spins. Like, I want spins now. And there's really no reason for it. You know, it's just adding a complexity, a layer of complexity to your game that's simply unnecessary. Another area that you add, you know, complexity to your game is the types of shots that you select to hit. So when you select to hit balls that are low, you know, barely skimming the net, you know, hard angles, things like that, you're adding complexity to the game. If you hit a, an angle shot, for example, right, a hard angle on a on a shot, what happens is, um, first of all, you're 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 inviting an error, right, because of the chance of it hitting the sideline, right, or going wide, right, out of the sideline, I should say. So you're adding additional error, or potential error to your game. But the other thing that you're doing is you're adding complexity because when you hit an angle shot. You know, we say in our camps, angles beget angles, right? And so, like, when you hit an angle shot, what are you doing to the court? Well, you're creating an angle situation, meaning not only have you, not, you've created an angle, right? But now your opponents have angles that they can counterattack you with. So now you and your partner need to be in a position to cover the angles that you have now created. That's a complexity that you added to the game based on your shot selection process. Uh, if you're on our email list in this week's email, you got a link to a video that we did on the Into Pickle channel that talks about uh, where to return serve. And we get pushback on that all the time. Players say, oh, no, it can't be that simple. Right here, right in the middle of the center line, that's the crazy talk. I, you know, I got to do something more interesting than that. Okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> if it makes you happy, throw your return somewhere else. But that return right down the middle avoids you now having to deal with angles coming back the other way, which adds complexity to the game. And it's a needless complexity. It's not adding that much to your game, but it's adding a lot of uh, uh, it's adding more that you got to think about when you're out there in terms of your court coverage and things like that. So if you listen to the pros, you listen to us, keep it simple, you know, just keep it simple. Keep the shot simple. You know, the, 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 you'll get plenty of exciting situations out on the court. There'll be like those net hitters. There'll be, you know, the back and forth, the sick defense, especially by putting a paddle down, things like that. That'll happen. But you're not looking for that excitement. You're just looking to play a nice, sound, fundamental game. So keeping it simple is the number one tip in terms of being, uh, you know, in terms of improving your play. Um, if you're tempted to go to add complexity to your game, you know, spins or whatever, you know, roll volleys and stuff like that, highly recommend that you, 
hit the pause button on those and then uh, keep on focusing on the things that you need to, to play a good, sound, fundamental game. All right, let's talk about the second thing. Then we'll take a little bit of a break, then we'll go into the third thing. So the second thing we want to talk about is how you... So when we go out and play, right, it's easy to lose focus. We get out there and, you know, all of a sudden things start going really fast, right? So, you know, it, everything's going fast. Our brains are going fast. It looks like the ball's going fast. Everything's just going 1,000 miles an hour. So what can we do to help us focus, to help us slow things down? Because that's really important. What we're trying to do at the end of this is really slow everything down. What we can do is we can pick one thing. So pick one thing that you're going to focus on that day. It could be as simple as I'm going to avoid the net. It can be as simple as I'm going to watch where I'm at on my return of serve. It can be as simple as I'm going to make sure I'm at the MVZ line after I return serve. I'm going to hit my serves and returns of serves four feet over the net. Whatever it is, right? Pick something and really spend your time focusing on that one thing. The third tip we're going to talk about today is something you can focus on, right? If you're ready for that, it's a little bit more, it's a little bit vaguer, a little more broad than just saying, okay, today I'm going to hit three feet over the net on my serves and returns of serve. But, you know, it is something that you can do that's a single focus kind of a thing to help you or a single thing that you can focus on. And that'll, that'll avoid you becoming distracted. And more important than distracted, it can, it'll avoid you getting rushed. It'll avoid you, your brain going too fast and everything going too crazy out there. Um, and what we need to do at the end of the day is really slow ourselves down, slow the game down in our minds, right? Because, you know, when we're working with, with players at our camps and when we're talking to our students online and things like that, what we do is we talk about you have a lot more time than you think, right? You know, you, you a ball's coming your way and players think, I got to hit it. And you're like, you got an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and, and not literally, obviously, but, you know, figuratively, you have like an hour and a half to hit that ball. Just relax. You're fine. Uh, and a lot of the errors that we see actually are from players rushing to hit the ball. And in fact, in our uh, online academy, uh, the Pickleball Academy that's uh, launching in, the, in a few weeks, um, that's going to be part of our focus, right? It's helping players, you know, really rein in the brain going a thousand miles an hour and thinking that we got to you know hit everything in two seconds uh, because you don't. So one way to do that and a, a thing that you can use is to focus on one thing. And here's another important tip on this one related to this. Don't wait till you're playing. Don't wait till you're at the courts to pick the thing that you're going to focus on. Too late, right? Things are already flying out there, right? The balls are flying. Your friends, as soon as you get out of the car, they're like, okay, come on, we need a fourth. And you got to run out there. You don't have time to warm up, which you should warm up. But, you know, so you're just out there and now all of a sudden you're frazzled and everything's going too fast. And you don't have time to catch your breath and figure out, okay, what is it I was going to work on today? So when you're on your way to the courts or before you leave the house for the courts, um, Take a second and think about what is it that I want to work on today? Net, out of bounds, whatever. Um, one thing that I want to work on, I want to work on that. And then as you focus on that and give your mind something to, to concentrate on, what you'll find is not only will you be less distracted, you know, you'll, you won't be distracted by other things, you'll also slow everything down. All right. In a second, I'm going to share with you one last tip that you can use. Uh, to help you win more rallies. And if you win more rallies, guess what? You're going to win more games. Stay tuned. You'd like to help your friend or family member learn how to play pickleball. But how? Now it's easy. Pick up a copy of Play Pickleball, A Beginner's Guide. It's the most complete guide to playing pickleball. Available as a digital download or in hard copy at intopickle.com or at Amazon. Let's keep growing the sport. All right, let's talk about the third tip that we're going to go over today. And this one does seem a little 
maybe a little um, vague, a little weird, but let's let's go with it. And, and I think by the end, you'll see what I'm talking about and, and hopefully understand how you can apply it to your play. So what we're going to be talking about here is, and it's something you can use as your one thing to focus on if you're ready for this type of focus or the, focus on this kind of things. So basically, you know, the, the, uh, the objective here is simply do nothing but extend the rally. In other words, put yourself in a position, in the best position, right, on the court, so that you can make the rally last longer. Now, you're not trying to win here, right? You're not trying to hit winners. You're not trying to put yourself in a, even in a position to win. All you're trying to do is extend the rally as long as you possibly can, understanding that if I can extend the rally longer and then longer and then longer, without doing anything more than that, I'm going to win a lot of rallies. And the reason is because many of your opponents right now cannot sustain extended rallies. They can't deal with them. So you don't have to hit a fancy winner. You don't have to hit a fancy shot. You just have to put the ball over the net one more time and over the net one more time and over the net one more time. And I'm going to give you a, a specific strategy you can use here uh, that you can try. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to warn you. This strategy will get you some weird looks. And it is not approved by any uh, any organization. I'm just giving it to you as something to try out if you want to. So here is the strategy is basically when you're on the serve side, this is serve side. I want to be clear, not return side. This is on the serve side. When you're hitting your third shots and fifth shots and seven shots, don't even worry about making it up to the MBZ line on the serve side. Okay, be clear. On the return side, I want you up on the MBZ line because it doesn't make sense otherwise to do otherwise. But on the serve side, Put yourself somewhere on the court where you can just keep hitting that ball over and over and over again. Your opponents will lose their minds. They will they will not know what to do because you're supposed to move up and let them slam you, let them beat you, but you don't do that anymore, right? So now you're staying back and you're or you're staying in the middle or wherever you're comfortable, right? And you're just going to stay there and you are going to use that to keep extending the rally. I can tell you that uh, my partner and I did that one time in a senior pro tournament against senior pro players. Now, in fairness, they weren't like top level senior pros but they were they were advanced 50 players and um, it was very successful we stayed in the middle of the court all of a sudden they didn't know what to do because you know they were like what am i supposed to do to win this rally so try that strategy out but the main objective for you extend the rally keep the ball in play avoid the net and you'll be amazed at how many rallies you'll win all right, so I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Uh, gave you some tips there. Start applying them. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it. And remember to share it with your friends. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.